uh, there's a there's a fish that comes from South America that's it's called an escalar and it has an oil in it that gives you diarrhea and you can actually purchase this fish over over the counter oh, and yeah. so if you want you know if you're excited about diarrhea go buy some escalar <laughs> and eat a bag of fucking olean Seth, chips what am i not excited about diarrhea who, who was eggs yeah, man all right you He's ready taking, uh i am fucking ready for this one you've brought up some Real stinkers. This is going to take a turn, though. This is going to be an interesting one, I think. Okay, there you go. All right, ready? Let me get my glasses. And away we go. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am Mark Davis, and I am here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I am Seth. How are you, Mark? I am also Mark. You are Mark. <laughs> um, we uh, so I guess we can talk about this in the in the grand scheme of reality, which is that this is the first episode I think we've recorded since actually releasing episodes. Yes. Um, and so thank you very much if you have listened so far. Um, we are pretty happy with uh, what we're putting out. We now have a Facebook. And we now have a Facebook. A um, yep. So uh, you can look for Lyrics to Go podcast on Facebook. And we'll probably get some other stuff uh, going to like Instagram and stuff like that. We can see the res- the fruits of our labor. Yes. And we're starting yeah. to get some good feedback. There are people talking? Yes. Lots of people talking. Everybody's all talking stuff about at me. me. There's a lot of songs just about being talked at. Nelson. And doing talking to, yes. et cetera. Um, so, yes. Thank you to everybody who's listened and continues to listen. We've got some really, really fun songs uh, on the docket, including this song today, which is going to be the first of a two-parter for a band that uh, I have never been able to stand since I first saw them. Um, And I'll be honest. um, So, you know, a lot of times um, I will just hear like a certain line or hear a certain thing and and be like, oh, that's just terrible. I can just tell that these lyrics are bad. And uh, ever since I heard him say deep fried chicken, I knew... (laughs) I knew that it was not going to be good. Now, I, like it seems many other people, also got caught into the same trap, which was that from a... Is that you turned on the radio? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, what did I do? Oh, no, not this. (laughs) Um, I fell into the trap of thinking this song was about a, um, about like a girlfriend or a woman. And then when I did some research after he decided to do this, I was... (laughs) kind of mortified to find out that it was about his mother who had recently died oh no no (laughs) no no i mean oh you ruined my notes for this for the episode man you did (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead with them we're just gonna change them a little bit that's okay but oh my god i'm sitting here now all of a sudden i have like this cascading (laughs) thoughts running down how how everything's going to change but it's okay yes yeah it's okay it's going to be interesting and this is the thing about doing uh research for stuff like this is that uh you don't want to do too much because you don't want to like oversaturate yourself 
you also don't want to do too little. And um, every time I would hear these different, we haven't even said the name of the song. The name of the song is Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> by train. Tell me, in parentheses, by train, which I did not realize <laughs> there was a parenthetical title. Just like when we did fucking with Dre Day and everybody celebrating. I right. had no idea. The original working title of the song was apparently Tell Me. Oh, really? Yep. That I didn't know. Which he says, tell me a bunch of times, so it makes sense. Yeah, um, he does. But uh, <laughs> just on a, a, a cursory glance uh, using my ears, uh, or a cursory listen, I guess, um, I always thought this is just like a cheesed up song about, uh, you know, his, his girlfriend, like a love song. And then when I started looking at <laughs> what it was about, apparently he lost his mother, who he was very close to. <laughs> Great. So now we, now we have to shit on his dead mother. <laughs> so now we get to tear apart these lyrics. I don't believe it. I don't believe it from things in the song. Oh, man. I know. I, I know. I there is definitely, especially the He's bridge. He's talking about a girlfriend in this song so many times. I guarantee it. I, when we get to it, you'll understand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, the song was apparently written, uh, allegedly at least written about his um about his mother who died i believe of cancer um and he uh was trying for a long time to write lyrics for it and um was unable to drum anything up and then in the middle of the night one night he um he was he says the process of creation wasn't easy i just couldn't figure out what to write but then i woke up from a dream about a year after my mother passed away with the words back in the atmosphere it was just her way of saying that it was what it was like. She was swimming through the planets and came to me with drops of Jupiter in her hair. Um, it's and, still really bad. Oh, I mean, it's still it doesn't matter. So there's, you know, there is the uh, the cheesiness of lyrics sometimes. And then there's sometimes it's just like crafted poorly. Now, it, let, can we just can we take a step back for one second? Sure. With, just to get your initial feeling on this song. When you turn on the radio, which we, you know, you and I both work jobs where we're going to listen to the radio or, or some variants, maybe, you know, music services. And this happens to, you know, shuffle through the playlist. What do you feel when you hear that piano? How do you feel about the song? Um, so I've described this song to you as, as it being my stroke. Your, I, yes. I, at my store, I will not let people play this. Like, <laughs> I will, I will hit the fast forward button. There's like to a go memo. To another song. It's like don't forget to take out the dough, unlock, greet all the customers, and don't play drops of Jupiter. Now, yeah, and, and yeah, it's like no stairway right. in uh, Wayne's World. You know, it, it, and again, I feel <laughs> feel terrible now that I know what it's about as a mob. I don't. I was like, oh, this is like, like, and I remember the music video. Okay, so I mean, I remember seeing the music video, and the guy looks like like a fucking Muppet. He looks like a molester to me, like, and. <laughs> And the biggest thing, and I mean, I don't mean to like trivialize or like make fun of, but like he just has that look of like, oh, a composite sketch of a guy <laughs> who did something like by a police just sketch pulled artist. someone's pants down and ran off or something like. <laughs> so he does, and, and the reason largely was because of the scar on his chin. Okay, which is referenced in the song. Is it? It is. Okay, and um, it, it it was an accident he got into when he was around seventeen. A car accident he got into, like an Indiana Jones accident, like <laughs> cracking a whip, <laughs> like getting into a car accident. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh. But um yeah so uh I was I was pretty blown away when I heard this like sweet song and this guy who looked like 
you know, someone that would be in a, like a usual suspect lineup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the shirt he's wearing, the weird thing that it's in some giant room and people are just like deciding to walk in and sit down in front of them. Um, it just immediately gave me a bad feeling. Like, I just didn't like it. I got a different feeling from it. Okay. I got a feeling of, uh, from both the video and the song, of a person that came from extraordinary privilege. Okay. That came from just an, just an unimaginable amount of privilege. Like you and I, you and I have both, you know, in order to make music, which both of us has, have done throughout the in, in the links of our lives, we had to, uh, we had to, like, you know, what was your first drum set? You probably had to save oh, money I'll, to get your first. Drum maybe set. I'll try and find a picture of it. It, it was literally a drum set that my parents bought from someone that they bought their car from. Right. Over at like, you know, wherever Ford. I had to save money to get my first bass and bass amp. You know, I mean, it was I had to borrow them for a long time. I, I, had, always... I had a symbol on a uh, on a bird stand. Okay. Like a bird cage. Yeah, like stand a bird cage stand. Because yeah. I just didn't I couldn't afford symbol stands. Yeah, yeah. And to me, this guy looks like he woke up one day and said I want to start a rock band and just went down to Guitar Center or wherever his local place was and just bought the first Paul Reed Smith and Mesa Boogie that were just sitting right there in the store and went home with them. There is a and line six. If you look in the in the back, like the the line of amps that they have up on the stage, there's a line six. And I was nicest, like, freshest who uses a line six? Train does. I, I, that's exact. If you were to say to me, yeah. what band is going to use a line six? I'm sorry to get all gearhead on you folks right now, right. but it's just it's it's a the worst digital. Sounds like you're you're playing through a, a telephone uh, amp, and and who would use them? Train. That's who. Train would. That's exactly you're, who you're I would exactly think. Right. I think that he just he had everything afforded to him, and he said, you know, I'm going to take this uh, this this ability to 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 own a rhyming dictionary and apply it to to making money in music and oh this will be a hit this will this will make me a million dollars i really think that was their drive not to say that there's anything wrong with sitting down and going i want to make a million dollars with a song i'm just saying that this was probably exclusive to his thought processes mm-hmm. and to everything that he everything in his life whatever whatever crescendo his life his privileged life life had reached that was the motivating factor and that was where it it built to and it came through man right. the guy made a buck and god bless him he couple did bucks yeah he made a couple more than a few man that's one of the there were songs that i read in the wikipedia that went six times platinum and i've never even heard of them yeah, he's just had had music. Whoever is in charge of music just said, "All right, let's just start giving this guy accolades and money," <laughs> and he doesn't deserve any of it, in my opinion. I think it's awful. I'm not to the level that you hate it, but I don't like it. Well, I mean, I do think that there's. I, I want to make it clear that I think there's talent here. Like the you string, do? yeah. I mean, like the string part is like the the song is. Che- it's fine, but it's cheesy. But it's fine. I mean, okay. it's not innocuous. It's just. I mean, I, I, I guess it is innocuous. It's it's so just, you know, it's so just there. But I mean, it's catchy. It's, you know, I've heard I've heard worse. I'll put it that I way. I didn't realize how laughable it was until you pointed it out to me. It's another one of those. And it looks like it passed the just buck like off Jane, to you. Jane, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's I, I've softened so much over the last like hour. <laughs> Let me put it to you this, this way, song. Mark. Let me, uh, just to sum this up before we get into these lyrics. I never in my life, how long is, have they been around since the early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. 
in all the time that I've known of of uh, of of Train and Pat Monahan and Drops of Jupiter, they've never made me smile more than they have in the last week before we build. Now I Good. hear this song and I smile. So, um, I, and real quick before we get into the lyrics, I w- it would not be a situation if we did not mention. First of all, we were just ha- we just got done having breakfast. Yes, and Heart. All I want to do is make love to you. Came on, and. A reference to another song, Panama, uh, Hot for Hot Teacher, for teacher came, on. Yeah. came on. Also, another song that we talked about doing in the future that I won't name came on. Right. And uh, then while we were doing, um, while we were, while we were reading up about this, I couldn't help but in the Wikipedia article notice that it says, the verse has a noted resemblance to the chorus of Drift Away, a song most <laughs> famously performed by Dobie Gray, Dobie Gray, which, of course, re-referenced in the All I Want to Do is Make Love Mark, to You. there are drops of Jupiter coming through in... <laughs> Let's talk about those drops of Jupiter, have we, shall we? Uh, first verse, now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her hair. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I mean, yeah, um... I don't think I, as much as he might say it's about my mom. I picture, I picture, um, you know, him in a very, him and his girlfriend in like a, a, a very nice trendy apartment. It's exactly that is in the mission. You're just, I know you and I are describing the same exact fucking and he's up, he studio said, apartment, vaulted up, ceilings up late at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, can I just say this before we get started? A long time ago, I had a job working with this girl, who said who who would tell me all the time about her boyfriend who was in a band and she would say oh all of his best songs come to him at night so he's always up all night long while I'm sleeping and he's sitting at his crappy piano and he's sitting there and he's singing drops of Jupiter in her pretty hair as she's laying in bed and he's looking at her while writing this song like <laughs> like the Amused. sketch artist result that you're talking about draw me like one of your french girls now <laughs> is is Jupiter a gas giant no i don't think so Editor's note, it is. Is that Saturn? I, uh, I think Saturn is. I don't think... I was trying to think about what constitutes a drop, because when I think of drops of Jupiter, yeah, I think of liquid. I feel like it's like drops of water. Right, or, or vapor. Drops of vinegar or something. Yeah. <laughs> drops um, of electricity. I don't know I what don't know. Jupiter smells like. I don't know what it looks like or feels like. I don't either. I can imagine it not being very good for you. Right. Probably not very good for your hair. No, I know what it looks, what it smells like to live in a house with five boys, but I don't know <laughs> if that's drops of Jupiter. I don't know. Uh, she acts like summer and walks like rain. <laughs> Reminds me that there's a time to change. I'm tr- he's trying hard, Mark. He's acts like summer. How do how do you? And how do you walk like rain? So you- this is getting into another band that you and I have talked about doing, Bush. Yes, which has this thing about just taking opposites and just put it in and just smushing them together the shittiest uh, uh, similes that you can yeah possibly, i mean or, like or, uh, barely similes yeah and analogies like, are awful just awful and yeah this is one it's of just them. like oh i'm so dead that i'm alive yeah it's like it's when you really think about it, it's like what you're saying makes no sense. It sounds artistic. Yeah, it's it's his attempt at being profound yeah and it's just like the weakest it's just like and it's not at all I, yeah, <laughs> please. You act like summer and walk like rain. The people that are in charge of music and handing out money are going to love this one. Yeah. They're gonna, yeah. And then that reminds me that there's a time to change, which it doesn't talk about the, it doesn't talk about any kind of dichotomy between 
acting like summer and walking like rain. There's no change in there. None. It's it's I'm doing one thing like this and one thing like this. And it's like that reminds me there's a time to change. What about that reminds you? I of that? think he's trying to get all ecclesiastical like Pete Seeger, you know, who wrote uh, turn, turn, turn. You know, got got that from the Bible, like to everything turn. Right. This is, you know, once again, my attempt at being profound. You it's know? like, well, summer and rain are different. Well, they're not really. No. I mean, it rains a lot in summer. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There are there are associations. Well, Florida, anyway. Yeah. Uh, since the return of her stay on the moon. She, here's another one. She listens like spring and she talks like June. When she wakes up to go to work, I'm, I'm going to read her these lyrics and she's going <laughs> to love that one. And I could just see like a woman sitting there and listening to it and smiling, but in her mind being like, what the fuck are you saying about sitting me? on the other side of the piano, glass of wine on the piano? <laughs> what is it? What are, what do these lyrics mean? And what are she's, you? Yeah, he's singing it to her and in her mind, she's probably thinking, oh, he's going to make a million fucking dollars off of this one. Since her retur- the return of her half. stay on the moon, she listens like spring, and she talks like June. Walks like the summer, talks like the rain, no. listens like... Uh, please, acts like summer. Acts like summer. Walks like rain. Walks, I'm sorry. Not walk and talk. That would make too much sense. Of course. She listens like spring. She talks like June. She listens like a season, but she talks like a month for some reason. Right. <laughs> And the other one is comparing a month to uh, to to rain, to water, to water, to precipitation. I mean, it's He's like really... she she talks like flapjacks and listens like applesauce. <laughs> it's just like just anything that sounds deep, like rain sounds deep. So she talks, so she walks like rain. But tell me, this is sad, man. <laughs> this is really sad. But tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded and that heaven is overrated? That's so fucking weak. <laughs> that is so fucking weak. It's, I uh, believe the the term you like to use is wankster. Totally. Do you remember that uh, ugly kid Joe lyric? I, I, I think sex is overrated too. That song just came on the other day while I was at work and I was reveling in how terrible it is and and i think to myself all the time when i heard that i'm like this is another guy that's trying to show how cool he is by talking about how something so wonderful is so overrated so pat monahan must have heard uh, maybe that's where he drew from i don't know but i hate it when songwriters do that when they try to downplay something wonderful you know i mean heaven's what we're shooting for and it's overrated what a fucking Again, it's just, it's one of those things just jerk. trying to sound deep. deep it's just yeah. like, oh, that heaven is overrated. It, how? <laughs> You've never been there. <laughs> right. Unless it's your Mission District apartment, asshole. And why do you have to go all the way to the Milky One to see the lights all faded? Like They shouldn't be faded at, at the I Milky mean, One. They should be nice and clear. fucking lights everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's called the fucking solar system, sweetie. Look it up. Tell me. Did you fall from a shooting star, one without a permanent scar? And did you miss me while you were looking for yourself out there? So this is what I will say. Aside from just oh, like, is this is this? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, aside from the weak uh, similes and metaphors, if this song is indeed about his mom, which I believe it is, personally, I don't. How selfish to be talking to your mom and then be like, 
did you fall from a shooting star, one without a permanent scar, which is a direct reference to his uh, scar on his uh, chin. This is an annotation from uh, Genius.com. Pat has a permanent scar on his chin, apparently the result of a car accident he was in when he was 17. Mm. He brings this up as a way to ask his mother if she temporarily forgot about him while enjoying the grandeur of the heavens. Oh, no, the heavens overrated, Mom. If you're going if to you write... Know. If you're going... <laughs> if you haven't heard... Yeah. If you're going to write a song about your mom dying and coming back to life, can you make it not about you? Can you make it... Do you really have to shoehorn a section where you go... Hey, mom. Do you think about me? Yeah. What about me? Oh, did you uh, did you find one without a permanent scar? Yeah. It's like, did you get one that was better? Hey, dude, go to therapy and get it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to write this song about your mom write this song fucking dying. The shitty job my mom did of raising me. Right. You're already like self, uh, you know, you're already worrying about yourself to the point where you're writing this whole song about how she came back. She decided to come back to you and no one else. And now you're really going to pester her and be like, so um, while you were up there, did you, um, you, you guess you probably saw some people without scars on their chin, huh? It's just like you, mom. You forget about me? That's what I've come to expect. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like accusatory. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, that. that's something my mom would do. Now that she's back from that soul vacation, <laughs> tracing her way. <laughs> Through the constellation. That's Soul Vacation. Soul Vacation is such a good name for something. It's like he, she she went to Hawaii with James Brown and fucking Curtis Mayfield. Like, hey, Mom! Curtis Mayfield in Hawaii yeah. on his live album, Soul Vacation. Exactly. Like the Blues Brothers or something. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, a Soul Vacation, I don't... That... A vacation implies that you're coming back to, like be in a body i would guess and yeah. i don't think that's really like he's like it's not a vacate i don't know that she was like dying is just a bad comparison <laughs> to call to to drop of a oh i'm sorry right. it, it, your mother was in a car accident she's gone on a permanent soul vacation <laughs> excuse me soul retirement <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> whether you like exactly. it or you don't um tracing your th- way through the constellation is just cheesy whatever <laughs> She ch- so this is where even if the song is about his mom, and I believe it is, uh, <laughs> that the lyrics stand alone as so bad. She checks out Mozart while she does Tai Bo. That is this <laughs> reminds is, me that there's room to grow. This is where I swear to God, it's the Mission Apartment in San Francisco, and his girlfriend yep. is doing is watching Billy Blanks on TV. <laughs> And she's hearing all the life-affirming things that he's saying while she's doing her Tybo. And she's like, honey, there's just time to grow. There's time. And that's, I'm telling you, uh, that's why I believe. And I do believe that it's about his girlfriend and not his mom. And what I wonder, I like to think that the lyric, she checks out Mozart, means she's like checking out his ass or his, or his balls or something. Like, hey, what's up, Mozart? Which was not, was the real working title of this song. <laughs> Mozart's balls. That was. <laughs> it sounds not like Mozart's tell me. balls. Yeah. Uh, so she checks out Mozart while she does Tai Bo. Reminds me that there's room to grow. Again, I don't see how she checks checking out Mozart and doing Tai Bo. I guess like they're supposed to be so dichotomous that 
oh, there's room to grow. You can you can listen to classical music and also look at how wacky my life is. Billy Blanks it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Can I just say something for a second? Please. Okay. I told my wife that we were going to be working on this song and that this is the next song that we're going to be doing. And she knows she this is anything that's been, you know, popular, a hit. um, She's just going to know specific lyrics to it. But she didn't pay a whole ton of attention to this one and I said oh baby you gotta hear this so I I put it on for her and I started playing it for her and this was the point in the song where she stopped washing the dishes and looked at the speaker this is like you know the Tybo reference what was what got her to listen and then go ahead with the next lyrics now that she's back from the atmosphere, I'm afraid that she might think of me as plain old Jane told a story about a man who was too afraid to fly, so he never did land. Makes zero fucking sense. Again, it's like putting a bunch of stuff together because it rhymes or because it sounds good, but with no weak attempt at profound. I I mean, yeah, like I mean, but it makes no sense. Afraid to f- fly. So you would assume that he would never go up in the air, but he's afraid to land, saying that he's already in the air, probably just flying around up there terrified. I, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so he was too afraid to fly. Do you mean that he was too afraid to fly so he never went up in the air to be able to come back down? Or do you mean he was too afraid to fly, he flew, and then he just stayed in the air and he never landed? And just flew around terrified. <laughs> just flew. <laughs> just for the rest Which of his is life a great, um, is a great once again visual of pat monahan in a, in a single seat cessna flying around above san francisco just looking down with sweat dripping off of his face just like, i hope i don't wind up like john denver holy fuck <laughs> jesus christ oh god yeah so um i you know this is again him making like oh well now that i know that she's gone on her soul vacation <laughs> She's not going to love her son anymore. And it's like, your mom's fucking dead, dude. Like, can you ease up on her a little bit? Yeah. Can you fucking just relax? Sounds resentful. He does. It's like, oh, you find one without a permanent scar? Oh, uh, I guess you probably uh, just think of me as boring, huh? It's always about you, mom. (laughs) Right. He's like making this unbelievably about him. But tell me, did the wind sweep you off your feet? What fucking feet? She's dead. She's on a soul vacation. She doesn't have feet. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> like, did you finally get the chance to dance along the light of day and head back to the Milky Way? I, you know, the more that I think about this, maybe he like he he's once, you know, he's, he's always striving for more depth. Right. Here's a here's a theory, Mark, is that he wanted to be like super deep. And he had been listening to The Planets by Holst. And he's like, mm-hmm. this is going to be my Planets song. This is going to be my my outer space, you know. I heard uh, you listening symphony. to The Planets and I was wondering what the hell was going that, on. I think that's what it is. I think that's what's <laughs> happening. Because as I kept looking up, I kept hearing Planets this, Planets that. Maybe that's what it is. Um, Did you finally get the chance to dance along the light of day? I don't know exactly what that means. And I don't know why she didn't get that chance when she was alive. 
I mean, if it's just like dancing during daytime. Well, she had Pat Monahan as a son. Well, fair enough. Constantly dragging her down. Constantly getting into car accidents and fucking up his chin. He's just not worth it anymore. Why would she dance? <laughs> and uh, and tell me, did Venus blow your mind? Was it everything you wanted to find? Huh? And oh, you haven't talked about me for a minute. Did you miss me while you were looking for yourself out there? All right, you've convinced me, man. It's about his mom. It's it's about his mom. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. so I mean, uh, you know, his it, mom that he can't stand. It's his, his mom. dead mom that he hates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She says he says that he loves her. I don't know. Um, did Venus blow your mind? I mean, I don't really know what could be going on on Venus that would really like why Venus out of all the fucking planets. Well, it's bright. It's a really bright planet. It's true. It is. It's hot. It's a really, really hot planet. It's white, you know. Right. Um, maybe Venus blue. Maybe it's a race thing. <laughs> All right. That and white then the, hot love. And then there's the bridge. your mind. <laughs> Can you imagine no love, pride, deep fried chicken? This is. Go ahead. <laughs> this is the worst. Your best friend always sticking up for you, even when I know you're wrong. He hates his mom. Well, so this is another line that's always bothered the hell out of me, which is. <laughs> all right. Not to get off on too much of a rant here, but, you know, I am a I'm a firm believer in when someone is wrong. They need to face some kind of scrutiny about it. Now, okay. I'm not saying they need to necessarily be like. Called out hardcore. Shut down or, you know, yeah. yeah, like beat up or whatever. But um, th- the line, your best friend always sticking up for you, even when I know you're wrong. It just, it, it it's always like set weird with me where it's like, well, you know, maybe you don't always deserve to be stuck up for. Like if, if, if you know someone's wrong, holding them accountable as a friend is probably the right thing to do. Is the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, especially in these days and times, we have more and more people calling out relatives and friends and saying, look, like, using that kind of language or saying this or whatever is, you know, thoughtless to a group of people or whatever. Right. And, you know, even in 2001, when this song came out. You're talking about my family. I'm talking about family. <laughs> you really are. I'm not afraid to say you're talking about people that I know and love, which is why I'm going to say almost the opposite in that. I'm tired, Mark. I can't spend all the time. You know, so many people that I know, you know, will gang up and and they'll be they'll all be totally wrong. But it's just the fact that they're associated with a tribe or a group that I can't fight against that fucking tidal wave of. Well, not fighting is fine, but sticking up for or, you know, it's like I see some people say, you know, look, they're older, they're set in their ways or whatever. But um, I do get what you're saying. Though. Yeah. And that is healthy. It's healthy to, you know, scrutinize what people say and uh, and what they do, you know, uh, if it's wrong, especially if it's wrong and blatantly. And, uh, you know, um, listen, Pat's mom was wrong and she needs to be straightened out. And what better than drops of Jupiter and the beautiful piano playing, you know, than to straighten mom out. Yeah. Even when she's gone already. A lot of good it's going to do, Pat. So um, the the uh, annotation in Genius.com here uh, is kind of funny in what we've been talking about. All right, go. Um, the uh, person uh, 
at the time of this recording, this has 35 upvotes. Glad that his mother's spirit has returned to him. He asks her to imagine what things would be like if she'd stayed gone forever. He lists all of the great things she'd miss out on if she left for good, suggesting that while heaven might be have, might have been spectacular beyond anyone's wildest dreams, which we've discussed already that heaven is overrated, the two of them had found their own little piece of heaven in a life of simple pleasures. He wants her to know that even though she's left the world, she'll always be a part of his life. The first comment is the only, or one of the only comments is, even though the lead singer claims this song is inspired by the passing of his mother, this section in particular appears to be referencing the long-awaited return of a lover, who I guess could be his mother. Ooh! <laughs> Which is... Which is genius.com in all its glory. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's something. Um, your best friend only... Can you imagine no first dance, freeze-dried romance, five-hour phone conversation... The best soy latte there it is. that you ever had, and me, because again, he couldn't talk about his mom's death no. without him talking about his fucking self. His problems, best soy latte. All right, this is the point at which my, I told you earlier, this is the point where my wife stops washing the dishes and starts staring at the speaker. This is where she laughed audibly, looked at me, and said, did Weird Al write this fucking song? Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> You're exactly right. And I, you know, I just want to say again, I know that this is just the listener's interpretation, but uh, he says something, the person said something along the lines of um, uh, listing all the things she'd miss love, pride, deep fried chicken, <laughs> first dance, freeze dried romance, romance, five hour phone conversation, which sounds like fucking hell to me. Uh, yeah. The best soy latte that you've ever had. What the? And a and a and a man with a scar on his chin, who just keeps talking about his uh, Freudian love of his uh, of his mom. Perhaps if that's what it is, if that's what it is, if that's what it is. If th- I don't want to, I don't. Yeah, speak we're for just him. quoting Genius.com here. I don't want to go, Pat. If you hear us now, please don't come after us for saying yes. you've got a Freudian romance with your mom. You do look like the kind of guy that would that would belt yourself to the bottom of my car while I was driving away on a trip. <laughs> Only to lower yourself to the ground later and slit my throat while I was in a cabin. You would cape fear us. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But tell me, did the wind sweep you off your feet? Did you finally get the chance to dance along the light of day and head back to the Milky Way? But tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded and that heaven is overrated? Tell me, did you fall for a shooting scar, a star, one without a permanent scar? Mm. And did you miss me while you were looking for yourself? You found better, didn't you, Mom? And then na na na, na na na. You know, I, I had a bunch of notes written for na, this, na, thinking na. one thing, and now I know that this actually, Mark. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the best ever song written about how you can be pissed off at your dead mom. <laughs> I mean, it might be the only song it's that gotta I've ever be heard there. about how you pissed off at your dead mom, but this is this is probably the best one at the same time. The last line, and are you lonely looking for yourself out there? Um, which uh, he doesn't say before. He, he, he finally makes it not about him. Did you miss me while you were looking for yourself out there? Now she Now he's asking, are you lonely? Probably only to invite himself along with her. Um, Rich kid problems, man. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, 
He grew up, I mean, he, from what I understand from Wikipedia articles and everything, his father owned a clothing store in Erie, Pennsylvania. He, you know, I think probably uh, the, the most important thing with uh, when reading the Wikipedia, there's a, a line when it begins in the history section of Train. The first line of that section is following the dissolution of his Led Zeppelin cover band, which is the most telling thing. <laughs> The single most important line of the Wikipedia article. What does that? What does that let you know? Oh, um, a lot. Yeah, that tells me a lot about Pat. Now but, you know, c- coming into focus, the pissed off at his mom thing is is much clearer. Is much much clearer. So, uh, and go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, two things I want to I want to point out that I think say a little something about this song. Mm-hmm. One is is that it won a two thousand one Grammy Award. Yes, it did. For best instrumental arrangement accompanying vocals. Which is fucking mind-boggling. Which tells you the music alone will give you a Grammy. Throw the lyrics on there. Which reinforces my, the people that are in charge of music just said, oh, this guy, here's where we're going to give all our money and accolades to. Yes. Didn't deserve it, in my opinion, but, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not one of those people. The other thing, the chart performance, Drops of Jupiter ascended to the top 10 of the adult contemporary chart in its 49th week, marking the longest climb to the top 10 on that tally by any act, which to me says everything you need to know about the world of contemporary music being like, I'm not sure. <laughs> like It was a long, slow slog. Yeah, it was that not mountain. like a, uh, we're doing this. People would be like, soy latte. Are we gonna it had fly? to be drilled into your head over a long period of time to convince you that a song about a dead mother was a good thing. Yeah. Now, I want I want to know. I think I know. I think I have an answer. Uh, I know what you're going to answer here. Go ahead. Worst line. She checks out Mozart while she does tie bow. That reminds me that there's room to grow. That is is that worse? It's the best worst at the same time. Or or is it uh, is it the um, chicken to choke out to Chinese chicken? The, the five hour phone conversation, the best soy latte that you ever had in me. I the worst is the chicken line, you know, with friends that you know people that always stick up for you even when you're wrong. That's oh the yeah, worst okay. One. That's the worst. Okay, one. because A here's dark the reason horse. why the um the 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 one earlier about you know she does Tai Bo is I have a picture of, you know, girlfriend doing Taibo on a wood wood floor, you know, in a gorgeous she's little, a little studio apartment, and she's just <laughs> distilling life advice directly from Billy Blanks. You can do it, honey. You know, here, oh, huh. and she's, you know, she's kicking, and she's got her little hand wraps on. You know, never yeah. punched anybody in her life, but, you know, there's so much attention in you, I see it, you know. <laughs> but, All you right. know, actually the best line in this song is the one that's repeated most often, Mark. Tell me. <laughs> he does it constantly, man. He does not stop. He does it's it true. every it's line. Like, is it's like a- whenever... Well, you probably know this as a musician. As a drummer, when I like learn a new cool drum fill... Oh, yeah, you get locked into it. I'll just do it over and yeah. over uh, again. Bass licks, yeah. Yeah, you oh, yeah. I'm like, like, oh, this little thing. I just learned this. Like The walk on... For me, it's the walk on eight days a week by the Beatles. The doon, 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 doon. Yep. I play that over and over just because it feels good and I think it sounds good, you know? You get right. locked into and it. So and you know? so I think he was just like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to do that yeah, forever. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, and it'll make millions. November Rain by Guns N' Roses. It's the same <laughs> drum fill. Got do 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 boom. 
like yeah, over yeah, yeah. and over. Every he doesn't do any other drum fill. I don't think. Was he that, just was that, that um, was that Matt Sorum or yeah, Matt yeah Sorum. that was Matt Sorum. Yeah. That's right from the cult. Yep. Uh, okay, well, that's it for this, and boy, do we have another banger for you. Well, uh, I just, I have to, I have to, we have to um, just clear the the air, clear up house. That this was one that I just did so much on. I got locked in to one vision of what this was, and I and I, I thought it was, I thought everything that I was taking in about it was correct. Uh, Pat Manahan, Monahan, you, you you proved me wrong, man. You proved me wrong. Just when I thought it was going to be one stereotypical thing, no, it wasn't. It wasn't stereotypical at all, but it was equally bad. Yes, it was, yeah. It was equally bad. And the next song, go ahead, Mark. Well, I was going to say, just to button up a little bit more, we, we thought that it was a stupid concept and terrible lyrics. It just ended up being terrible lyrics. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, it, going from writing about your uh, your beautiful girlfriend and catching her in the right light or whatever would have been like cheesy enough for these lyrics. The fact that it's about your, your mom who passed away. Okay, I get it. But level of sympathy for she her, deserved more than this. Away. Yeah, <laughs> she deserved more than this, and a and a and a chord progression that resembles uh, drift away. Um, but because we, uh, I guess this will be even better to get a second shot at them. Yeah. Oh, it's our, gonna be our next song is oh. going to be. It, we're, I, I, we after doing this with you right now, we talked about doing the second one. We know we're gonna do that. We might have to do a whole train series because because <laughs> these knows are great, man. These are, are out there. These are made for this podcast. Uh, absolutely, we're going to do "Hey Soul Sister." I can't wait to hear also if it's got a train. Starbucks reference in it. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost immediately after starting this podcast, and be like, "We're only going to do one song per band." <laughs> we're already doing two train <laughs> songs. Like we can't help ourselves, and I'm sure there will be some uh, some extra songs by like the Ted Nugent's of the world, etc. Yeah. But um but next up, yes, we're going to listen to Hey Soul Sister, also by train. Uh just absolute garbage for your ears. Equally bad. Um catchy as all get out, but Jesus Lord. Yeah, I just... will say, I will give this song the benefit of the doubt that it is more of an earworm than drops of Jupiter. It's it's got it's got a little yeah. more flavor to it. Indeed. Um so uh, we will be back next week with that. Until then, be safe. In the meantime, turn off that train if you're at Aunt Annie, Aunt Anne's. Oh, one more thing. Oh, oh where the hell did I see it? I saw, um, it, I think it was uh, a reception uh, to the song. Someone said, add a piano, a splendid orchestral backdrop, and a vocal shimmering with passion and personality. And this is a runaway track for train. hey oh. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Bye. <laughs> Somewhere between my mouth and your ears Some words got lost, the idea wandered off Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>